0: Good evening and welcome to tonight's show from DJ and TV, Disc Jockey News TV. Tonight's show is brought to you by Electra Voice DJ Event Planner DJ Trivia Odyssey Innovative Designs and Cases NLFX Professional promo only and the DJ and TV insiders And now you guys should be live. KC, guys, I'm gonna. Where's our uh, intro? Oh, okay. Yeah. My and, God, we've been off the air for seven months. We The guy forgot our. Do you know our names even? Yeah. Wait a second. I've got it. Then I've <coughs> got to set this up right. I've got to get it so just the two of you on it. On okay. And now, ladies and gentlemen, um, the, this one guy and uh, Brian B.
1: Hey, that's, the way, that's the way we like it. That was that's terrible. We like it right there. That's, that's that was terrible. Terrible. Hired. Tired. tired. Tired? How are we doing, buddy?
2: I'm doing good. How's the summer? It's been seven months. Can you believe it? We signed seven off months. like seven months ago. It was right before Christmas. Mm. Okay. Okay. So, okay.
1: I think yeah. a good little break.
2: Good it little break. A good break. Hopefully,
1: uh, we got some stuff to say. Hopefully.
2: Hopefully so. Hopefully people will be tuning in. <clears throat> it seems like all, all over the country today, everything is raining. You said it was raining by you. It rained by me. New Orleans yeah. is a hot mess. It's rain everywhere.
1: Yeah. yeah. How's your year been? We're halfway uh, it's, in.
2: It's busy, man. But I, I don't know how it would be any other way. Really? So it's it's just, yeah. if it's not one thing, it's another. It's not, you know, I went from rival show season to production to... Um, I don't know if we said this, but last year I bought a uh, casual cart catering company. So we do like the New York style hot dog carts that you see on the street corners. So we've got these cool stainless steel hot dog carts with the big red and yellow umbrellas. And we do like popcorn and things like that. So the minute that May hit, everything exploded. We did all these year-end graduation events. We did all these pool party openings. We've been doing all these summer parties all summer. And, for me, that's been a learning curve for <laughs> me and my business partner, Daryl. And then uh, just got done with the marquee show. So I crash into one thing on top of another thing on top of another thing. And then, right. uh, you know, I start right up right now. We're going to start hitting the schools again for back to school. And then immediately uh, we've got bridal shows again, end of August. So it's just constantly going, 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 going,
1: going. <laughs> Solid. Solid. Yeah, how about with, with you? Yeah, I mean, it's been an incredible year. I've uh, probably worked more than I have, you know, especially in the early part of the year where usually I'm dead.
2: Yeah, uh, pull out the passport. How many stamps have you had this year?
1: That's a good question. I don't think that many, actually. Not not much international, like maybe, no. three, three, okay. maybe three or so, but I mean, it's it's still early, still early. So I got a few yeah. more that I know I'm in um but but domestically it's been crazy it's been really good and uh, good. a lot of different events too not just weddings it's been you know across the board corporate social much different stuff so it's been nice. good good yeah
2: good deal so uh we talked about making this kind of our catching up with uh casey and brian episode and uh talking about what we've been doing and how it equates to uh, everybody else is that fair what we had talked about off the air
1: yeah, yeah yeah i think it's i mean we're we're. i think adding to the conversation in the dj world for sure with the different things we're doing and i think <clears throat> um it's been an interesting time uh sure. this year more than ever i feel like there's more learning opportunities for people more ways yeah, for question. people to kind of grow their business i mean right. i've never seen it this magnitude before have you
2: um i don't know you know for me it's like uh when you buy a certain vehicle and you never noticed how many of them there were on the road until you owned that particular vehicle. And I think yeah. perhaps for you, as well as for myself, now that we're both on the producing side of it, we're paying a lot more attention than it's in our yeah. peripheral vision when we are just attendees. So going right. back, um, I didn't go to Mobile Beats. Um, you were at Mobile Beat, though, yes?
1: I was there for a day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I and, mean, <clears throat> I'm kind yeah. of taking a break off of the speaking circuit. Right. right now and trying to or at least from the show standpoint and uh so i i just went as a attendee for one day and then i was helping vibo which i've been kind of uh one of their biggest advocates in the last year or so at their booth so i was at the okay. booth i was up sh- on the show floor more than i was in the seminars
2: gotcha gotcha and we had our little marquee show express event which was a nice small little intimate event but it was a great warm-up for a lot of the presenters that presented for us last week so there was that and then let's see that was march oh did you go to photo booth expo was vibo there as well or no
1: i think he was i didn't go uh okay that one no no but i heard it was um was well attended from what i was 4200
2: attendees wow 4200 yeah crazy that
1: that Show is the biggest one in our industry. I mean, as far as photo booth DJs and things like that. I mean, well, like he, I think when
2: consumer. I saw Rob, when I saw Robbie last week, he either told me his first year was twelve hundred or seventeen hundred and then it's constantly grown and grown and grown. And that was forty two hundred people in actual attendance, not people that uh, yeah. signed up for a pass and didn't go and, and couldn't make it for one reason or another, which is huge. So kudos for him because he's doing a great job. And yeah, he's constantly of it hustling. out. So, yeah. so, there was that. Let's see. Um, then we went to April, end of April, beginning of May. I saw you at Midwest DJs Live. You popped in for a day.
1: For a day, yeah. Uh,
2: popped in on the Bible train, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was there yep. for a day for that, and uh, it was good. I mean... Did uh, a good job. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they seem to have figured out their formula for them. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they've, they've, they've got a consistent, you know, thing going on.
2: Right my biggest criticism with them was the was the casino and they're no longer in the casino next year they'll be the Hyatt Regency Milwaukee so they'll be um, I think it'll be better for them I've produced show bridal shows in that hotel and so I think overall it's just going to be people won't be spread out as much people will all be together more and uh, it's yeah. a nice hotel with nice amenities so I think that they'll be really pleased and there'll be no disgusting food court any longer. So I think this is a definite step up for them.
1: Yeah, I mean, I didn't even think about it till you said it, but they have one like kind of a breakfasty diner style thing in the front of that lobby of that casino. Yeah, sure. It was terrible. The service was terrible. I the, right. I don't know about the food. We I didn't even stick around cuz it took them so long. And I remember that from the year before too and, and right. <laughs> it didn't get better. So Yeah,
2: no. Uh, I had uh, I had breakfast with Joe Bunn, he couldn't find anything on the menu he liked, so he ran out of the restaurant to like their version of Starbucks, got a yogurt fruit cup, whatever, and a custom coffee and made it back before we got our food. So, and it wasn't it, like
1: they're slammed.
2: No, it wasn't. They weren't busy at all. So, right. but yeah, yeah, so the guys from Midwest are doing a great job and uh so if you're yeah. in the West and you want to check it out, they're definitely they're on the they've got their books uh, open already for 2020, and so uh, I speak to June all the time about it. So they'll definitely be a, a show worth attending in uh, 2020. And then let's see, after Midwest DJs Live, would that be me? We had,
1: no, we had the arms. Oh, arm DJs.
2: Yeah, I wasn't there, but you went, didn't you?
1: I did. I did for a, another one for a day. Uh, okay. You know, they've been doing this, I don't know if this is something that they just this year decided to do or if it's something they've done in the past, but I had never seen that they actually did a tour with their Arms DJ, culminating with kind of their Tennessee wrap-up show. Okay. Um, And this was a different space. They usually are in Greenville, I think it's Greenville, Tennessee. Got it. This year they were in Gatlinburg. Okay. uh, Have you ever been to Gatlinburg? No, I have not. Wow. I don't yeah. even know. I'm just going to leave it at that. Wow. You told me but, some
2: um, of your travel issues. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. It was just interesting.
2: I, that's I, the easiest it. place to get a cab.
1: No, but you know, that's the thing about those kind of regional shows like that. It's one of those that's definitely a drive to not something that people are flying in to go to. Right. Um, I learned that pretty quick. So, I mean, uh, attendance wise, they did pretty well. I, I don't know what the number was, but um, you know, Robbie, he puts a lot of heart and soul into those, those shows yeah. and, uh, you know, tries to make it as best he can for a ticket price that, you know, isn't way up there. I mean, he's he's done a really good job of figuring it out. And, and uh, n-
2: next year's he's wrapping it up. That's it. Done. End of story. We'll see. I, t- I talked to he's, him he- uh, yesterday and he said this yeah. is it for sure. So okay,
1: it's the Randy Bartlett syndrome. So we'll see. Yeah, I that was supposedly the way it was two years ago and uh, it's gone on since. So who knows? I you know, you sometimes, you know, when people say that, I think it, they truly do mean it. I mean, I'm sure he did meant it before, but you know, there was just a lot of support for having it continue. And I think it if, if it hadn't been for people wanting it to continue, you wouldn't have done it. And uh, he's continued it for two more years. So we'll see yeah. how it, how it ends. Um, if, just, he, if it is, it's, what a, what a season, 12 years that's been going on? Something
2: like, yeah, that will still be the 12th year, yeah. But here's what I just saw Jerry Seinfeld interviewed, and they asked why he went out when he went out. And he said that he wanted to still go out with something in the tank so that it mm-hmm. wasn't totally empty. Because when you've got something in the tank, it's easier to replenish it um, personally than to go out with yeah. totally shot, emotionally done, oh, yeah. and that's it. Yeah, And so totally. hopefully Robbie's going out, you know, because he wants to and and everything else and uh and i know i told him that i was going because they're going to be roasting hugo drex the president of the adja wow and i told him that i would i would uh kill for a spot that i'll be willing to drive down <laughs> to gatlinburg the to whatever it's 12 hours or whatever just to uh just to roast drex so
1: yeah that'll yeah. be good times that'll be good
2: <laughs> so so there was that and then um then it's me right Yeah, Marquis. Right. So um, I'll give Marquis a B. You know, it was a good show. We were under attended again, sadly. Um, I had a a lot of uh, full pass holders that didn't make it out. And I had (laughs) a lot of complimentary exhibit pass holders that didn't make it out. But my vendors sold a lot of product, which was good. So they all made money. Um, I've gotten some amazing reviews from things. We went live today selling tickets and we sold six tickets already today for 2020. So if you go That's to awesome, show.com, you can go and check out uh, our 2020. The line, the preliminary lineup of people speaking is going to be out as early as next week. And so um, we're going to try and really hit the, the ground running because people really like it. We're going to tweak some things and uh, we're going to go from there. So, and then, um, On the subject of education, DJ Think Tank's here in Chicago. For those of you that don't know what that is, it's a (coughs) a private networking education group of maybe, what, 45 members, something like that? Right. And um, they were supposed to have their show in New Orleans, and they ran into weather issues. So on Friday, they pulled the trigger to move it, and they rerouted everything to Chicago. And if you know any of the members of Think Tank, You got to tip your hat to these guys because they they pulled it off and everybody's smiling and having a good time. At least that's what I've seen on social media because we all know that what happens at think tank stays in think tank. So uh, so they've shared some of their social things. So it looks like everybody's having a really good time and uh, hopefully they're learning
1: a lot as well. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, which leads us to Atlantic City next. Yes. Yeah. Oh well, wait, back up. You also. You spoke twice this week, right? I did.
1: Yeah. So what was it? Oh, there was another like smaller think tank type of group with about like 15 or 16 people, just like a meetup and Mark Bernizen organized that up in upstate New York. And, right. um, I mean, he, he just, he has so much heart for wanting to develop that area in particular and he does this like two, i think two or three times a year i mean not maybe okay. to this extent maybe it's just a one-day thing but this is like a three-day retreat right. so i just went up there for one day and uh gave a new talk again i i said i wasn't doing the the the, the, the tour of the speaker, shows right. but you know he kind of twisted my arm and i was like you know what for 15 people this would give me a chance to kind of try some new material and so i sure. uh, gave it a try and um, it was well received, and you know it seemed like it was a good group of people that were there to learn. So I love mm-hmm. seeing those small groups get up. Yep. Good. And then and the then, other one I was at was the N- New Jersey Disc Jockey yeah, News, yeah, sure. or N- Network. Sorry. And uh, that has had a huge reboot in the last yeah. year or so. Uh, Mike good. Weider is leading <clears throat> right. that group now. Nice. And I don't know. He's just again, he's a guy who's got a lot of passion to see that stuff grow, and uh, you can see there's some excitement. I think it was a little bit under attended than normal, just because. Okay.
2: Maybe July.
1: Um, well, then I think a lot of people are in that think tank group too that come right. from the Northeast, and so they were all kind of missing. Our uh, Tim was the keynote speaker. Uh, he was the you know DJ Entertainer of the Year last year for DJ Times, and uh, and then I kind of contributed on his talk as as kind of one of his um, surprise guests. If you will. Oh,
2: look at that! Yeah. He's got surprise yeah. guests now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good.
2: So. And then next is DJ Times, yes? DJ Expo? Yes, sir. Yes, gotcha. sir. Gotcha. And are you going? You know
1: what? So your show, I this is random. I had an actual two-day event on a Monday-Tuesday. Right. I can't even remember the last Monday-Tuesday wedding. did you
2: say it was a wedding, which made it even more unusual?
1: Yeah, so Monday was like a pre-party, and then Tuesday was a wedding. I think the only thing I can think of was that it was there people within the industry. So they're like photographers and stuff. And I think maybe they just wanted to do it during the week, but it was also like on that July 4th kind of carryover weekend. Okay. So I think that's probably why it was. Well, believe it or not, I have another Monday, Tuesday event, that same DJX. Really? I mean, what are the chances that it lines up there? So I'm going to Orlando. Um, so I won't be able to, I mean, I can make it on a Wednesday, but by then it's, kinda like yeah, the it's end kind of
2: like, yeah,
1: it is. So, so I, I won't be able to make it out. Unfortunately, gotcha. well, will you be there?
2: I will be there as an attendee. I, uh, okay. I no love, booth. uh, no booth, no anything. I'm just going to go and chill. I love seeing everybody there and hanging out and, uh, Jim Tremaine and Brian O'Connor and the test of communication peoples have always been very welcoming to me. And perhaps it's because I spoke for them for so many years and contributed to the magazine. But um, Brian's got two little kids, so I always ask about the kids. And Jim Tremaine's a huge baseball fan, even though he's a Mets fan, which is hurting this year. Um, But we get to talk baseball. And uh, so it's good. They've always been super welcoming. And that's a fun show. Um, If you're into gear and you're watching this, it's definitely probably the biggest show floor in the country that's open to, uh, the public. So you you definitely want to go and check it out. Uh, especially if you live in the tri-state area.
1: Yeah, Um, absolutely.
2: Yeah. So Daryl and I, and one other guy are going to be actually driving out again. So yeah. So
1: road trips are always good.
2: Yeah. You know what? Uh, I usually, um, the last couple of years I've been able to crash at like five o'clock at night, nap all the way to midnight, go to the office, He's getting back about one o'clock. We dump his gear. He jumps in my car, and I've got six hours sleep. And so he snores away. And then come like seven, eight o'clock in the morning, where I start to get the heebie-jeebies. He's usually getting his second wind, so a little yeah. bit of coffee in that, and we're good to go. Right. That's so, in my car, uh, the the passenger seat goes almost completely flat, so you can get a nice <laughs> a nice little cat nap in it. So it works out well.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, and then uh, who do we have? September.
1: Yeah, I'm quiet. wedding NBA.
2: Is that that's first week of October, isn't October,
1: it? October. Yep. Yep. Right.
2: Yeah. So, I doubt, are you going?
1: Um, no. Another one. I'm not going to be able really? to make. Really? Yeah. Someone getting
2: married on Tuesday again?
1: No. Um, there's actually another show that's happening. Um, it's not a DJ show. It's kind of like a. Uh, it's called. Um, Gosh, now I'm drawing a blank on it, but it's in Spain actually. And okay. I always do their after party randomly. Uh, it starts on the Sunday before wedding MBA and goes through gotcha. Wednesday. Okay. So I'll be uh, performing there. So um, no, I couldn't do that one. And I, to be honest with you, um, I haven't. I, I wasn't planning on speaking anyways. And okay. the, with the knot and the wedding wire being combined now into, right. the, I think it's called wedding world.
2: Um, I, I think it's called the n- is it wedding? No, the not worldwide is what I think. Yeah, I you're right.
1: You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah that's it's it. owned by Pitbull. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So because of that, they're still figuring out what they're doing. So I okay. to just kind of jump on this other opportunity, and um, so yeah, so doing that. So I won't be there, gotcha. but I hear um, there's. Are you speaking at that show? I'm speaking.
2: Yeah. No, I'm going Fantastic. and I'm speaking. Marquis will have a booth there, just letting people know that we exist. Which yeah. is exciting. Um, and then... Uh, my good what friend are you team. speaking on? Um, it's like a QA and a and it's really about... Um, it's about things that worked yesterday. Things that, didn't, that used to work don't work today. And nice. so it's going to be... I guess they're going to be asking people to submit questions ahead of time. And then those people will be in the room, and I'll research and hopefully get the answers that they're looking for. Right. Um, so it's kind of, I almost feel like it's an improv thing, but, hmm. uh, but I'll be given the questions in advance and, uh, yeah. if nothing else, <clears throat> it may end up being an improv thing where it's a question and answer thing. But, That's uh, awesome. you know me, I come totally packed with statistics of yeah. all kinds to, uh, to, uh, be able to answer some questions.
1: And is this the first time you've spoken there in a while? When was the last time you spoke No, there? I it's spoke,
2: wedding and uh, I spoke last year.
1: I've Did you? The okay. last
2: four years in a row. So I think this is okay. my fifth year. Something and are like. you
1: in the general track or the DJ track?
2: I'm in the general track now. Uh, I graduated <laughs> last year, I think. Okay. And really okay. what I mean by that is that the DJ track holds, those classrooms hold what, like 400, 300, something like that? Yeah. This room holds like 800, something along those lines. But That's it's great. a general track type of a thing, yeah. So but uh, I'm excited. I think Mike Walter speaking again this year. or at Yeah. Least pending. I, that. yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know who else is speaking, to be honest with you. And I think that will be something that pops up on social media more September-ish. Yeah. 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 To see who's who That's and awesome. who's what. And David Tutero will be back again. So this will be his third year speaking. That's great. So, That's great. Yeah. So he's a big draw. If you've ever seen a yeah. line, people wait like oh, an yeah. hour in line to uh, to meet him. So. Yeah. He's a good dude, and I've become friends with him, so it's kind of nice. And then, uh, what, is that it for the year, do we have anything else?
1: Yeah, that's, like, from the show front, I think that's it. I mean, uh, we're doing a little thing.
2: What are you November doing, Brian? And, and Tell Scottsdale. us more. Tell us more.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's not really a show. We're not kind of billing it like that. Uh, it's more like a, I don't know, it's like a meetup. Of DJs of and, in the
2: past conference yeah yeah, yeah
1: boutique I think was, experience I think is yeah. probably a better thing because it's not your traditional show format which has right. you know all speakers and uh, you know that kind of vibe it's definitely not a DJ show it's um, I mean there's it's four DJs but it's it's a lot of more hands-on I don't know it's, it's harder to really to put it to uh, find it exactly it's just a, what's it called um, Brian calling it the DJ Collective, which has been around for two years. And this is the first year we've opened it up to the public. So we um, have limited space because of the fact that the room uh, is kind of small and we like it like that. We kind of want it to be kind of one of these things that's, you know, you get in, you see if you like it and and if you like it, great. And if you don't, you don't. But we've had 90% retention both years, uh, even going into this year. So we feel like we've got something kind of special here. So. Myself, Joe Bunn, and Jason Janai, were kind of like tag team in this thing. And uh, we got 29 seats left. So uh, if you're looking for something at the end of the year, it's a little different.
2: Sort what are the dates uh, of it? November
1: 17th through the 21st. So Monday so through just a before I'm sorry, Sunday or, through a
2: Thursday. Right before, before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So if you're on the
1: Northeast or Midwest before it gets cold, you know, this is a good spot to be. Uh, I agree. If you've never been to scottsdale it's a great i've never great been area. i've i've only okay.
2: laid over there um, flying from somewhere and yeah a... <coughs>
1: the town's really grown and it's it's a good spot by the way we got some people on uh, youtube here saying i just want to say hello to jabran one love pt randy at sound ob session says already bought in for midwest djs live i will try to make your show casey nice
2: That's randy
1: That's nice. thanks randy um yeah, and uh, thanks the those that are active here on YouTube. Thanks for tuning in, guys. It's always nice to have some people interacting here.
2: That's gotcha. And I'm gonna look. How are we doing
1: on on, elsewhere on the Facebook, well, chats
2: and folks? You know, John's changed this whole thing around now that we're broadcasting on like six different channels. So I just looked on Marquee and I just kind of thumbs up from somebody, cool. but uh, I didn't see who. And now I'm gonna go to the Disjockey News um facebook page and see if we got more peeps on there um which would awesome. make sense because this is his network so yeah but i was yeah. just curious uh he's come up with or he's in, he's discovered a new software that allows him to broadcast on like four or five different pages and i know that uh, i've given him permission to, to do what uh, to broadcast on ours so oh donnie lewis reminded me of something as well um Donnie Lewis and uh, Owen from Ape Labs is doing the mobile DJ meetup in Allentown. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah, November, yeah. so nice, that, yeah. nice. Uh, thanks for the reminder, uh, Donnie, because uh, I think is that, that Brian Scott, Brian Scott Red's going to be there.
1: Yeah, I was going to say is that the <laughs> same one that he's promoting too? I think yeah, that's yeah, awesome.
2: Yeah, he's they've got a nice little sub. I, I think, is Rachel Ray going to be part of that? Or am I a Rachel? Uh, Rachel Ray? I don't think she's cooking. I don't know, that probably that one, no. She's going to be cooking. Um, <laughs> I forgot Rachel Lynch. Rachel Lynch. I don't know if she's part of that. Yeah. And I know I they've know. got a bunch of people. So I'm glad that Donnie's tuning in. Thanks for tuning in, John Donnie. And and uh, trust me, it's it's uh, we didn't slight you. We just uh, we, it just slipped our minds. So um, That's great. Yeah, no. See, and that's what we, we, you and I were talking about before. As much as we've now covered the year, um, it, it still amazes me that <clears throat> more DJs, they, they've got now everybody's got the ability to go to stuff all over the country yeah. in all types of budgets because Midwest DJs Lives are very affordable. I believe that Donnie's yeah. South East is very affordable. Armed Joining DJs. Yeah, Arm DJs is. Joining the New Jersey jockey Network is, um, depending on where you live, joining the ADJA is, I think, if you have a local membership and the national, it's like 300 bucks, and you can go to 10 to 12 meetings. So if there's a chapter in your area, you've got constant education. <clears throat> and online, we've got uh, Joe Bunn's DJ Vault as well. And, of course, on this network, you've got the jockey News Insider. So... No one can say that there's not a plethora of education to make yourselves better. So every time I see the people that put down education in these group pages saying I've been a DJ for 470 years and I've never had to read a book or watch a DVD or go to a conference, it just makes me wonder, like, how good is he or she? You know, I mean, and, and why wouldn't you? I mean... i love my chicago dj brothers and sisters but and we had quite a few come out but i know that in the third largest city in the country i would have loved to have seen a lot more of them come out since we were in a suburban hotel with free parking and um even if they just came out to check out the gear it would have been nice to see more people um out and about but yeah i'm very grateful to everybody that came out and spent some time with us and Actually uh, spent some money with the vendors, which is, you know, helping fund all of these shows because, as everybody knows, um, you know, if you're not buying anything, the the vendors aren't going to support the shows and support the education. So, um, oh, looks like John Young's going out there too. So Donnie just popped up again. I guess he's going out for, um, you know, Donnie, do me a favor, post – on the uh, where you're posting if you've got a link to an event or something i don't know what it's called is it like a dj meetup or i don't know what it's called but lou paris is going to be there michael uh alvarez is going to be there donnie big daddy john young and i already said that uh i already said that uh brian scott red was going to be there so uh go ahead and post donnie so that uh people that are watching this can see and I'm sure that if John's moderating this, he'll go ahead and he'll post it on uh, the YouTube as well. Otherwise you can go to Disjockey Jackie news, Facebook page and, and get it there. So
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, and those are just like the public meetups. I mean, there is so much now education online as well. And uh, you know, for me, what's been one of my, uh, things that I've been putting out is um, a podcast episode. Every mm. week I've been putting out a podcast. I know Joe and Mike do their uh,
2: the uh, PhD. Thing,
1: in fact, they're not doing their show anymore. They've kind of put that, they've ended that for now. I don't know if they'll I think they're just ending it down down
2: the for the summer, aren't they? No, 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 no. Definitely. The,
1: the, the conference that they Oh, the conference.
2: On. Yeah, that they put yeah. on post-Mobile Beat. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I that's kind of going away. No, the podcast is still live every week. They had a, a new right. episode out tomorrow, so... Um, so I've, I mean that for me, that's been another way of learning and staying plugged in and I'm really glad that they've continued it, but that's just another like avenue of education that people can get, you know, that, um, I think is brilliant strategy for those who are doing it. Um, because that's just a way for people to listen in and it's an easy way to pop in for 15, 20 minutes, get a nugget here and there and, and go on with your day, you know?
2: And of so, course they can come right here to the your news network. And uh, John's got hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and years of uh, video as well that's also stored on YouTube, so I'm sure that mm-hmm. you, if you need it, you can find it here without question, and then John's always got fresh content coming up. I know he kind of takes a little bit of a sabbatical <clears throat> on uh, in the summer so that he can uh, spend more time with his family and such, so, I mean, the nerve yeah. of this guy, right? Um but uh, you know, comes come Labor Day, I'm sure that'll be in full swing. So, and yeah. if you want to see Brian and I, all you have to do is send John Young a check for one thousand dollars every week. Every week, made payable to John Young, with thirty three percent to Brian and thirty three percent to me. Yeah, yeah. So That's it. it's really simple. It's fair. We're not greedy, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, no,
2: not at all. No, not at all. Uh, Don Lewis jumped on and said that it's the Mobile DJ Meetup 2019, and he posted a link (coughs) for the Facebook event page. That's awesome. Yeah, So, and then there's also the kind of, I guess you would call it, ancillary DJ-orientated shows. Like LDI happens every November, Mm -hmm. and that is geared toward the lighting industry that's out in Vegas. The IAPA show uh, is happening I think end of October, beginning of November, and that's anything you see in an amusement park, and that's right. in Orlando. But if you're looking for cool new cocktail hour ideas or novelty ideas, you could do at corporate events or the newest, latest photo booth type stuff. So anything yeah. you see like in a Dave & Buster's, anything you see at a Prize Redemption Center, a mini golf, it's five miles, literally mm-hmm. five miles of exhibits. It's, it's positively mind-scrambling to get into it. So yeah. um, <clears throat> if you go to that, you're, your mind's going to be blown. You're going to want to open up an amusement park. So
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Man.
2: But yeah. um, I, I can only speak for myself. I started attending DJ shows, and I think it was 1989. And right. uh, that's what gave me the courage to actually leave the company I was working for because I knew I wanted to be a DJ for a living. Or I knew I wanted to be self-employed and I love DJing and yeah the company i was working for i put in a pitch to go on salary and and uh they just they couldn't swing a salary and so as a result of that it just when i knew they couldn't pay me i knew that i wanted to do this so i started paying a lot more attention and then there was a local dj show and then um i jumped onto that and then i left the company and in 1992, by sheer coincidence, DJ Times came to Chicago, and <clears throat> I met uh, Jeff Green and Andy Ebon and John Murphy, and um, so many of the the guys had been doing it forever. And these guys all had companies. Like these guys were all legit. And I was like, mm-hmm. "Holy cow! Like you can yeah. make a living doing this." And uh, that's what totally got me pumped. And then from that point forward, I was drinking from the fire hose and. Then I was <clears throat> blessed enough to meet the right people where I got invited to start doing panels and being on people's panels. And then um, DJ Times gave me the opportunity to speak on my own. And and that's that. But I have to be honest, like I enjoy sitting in the back of the room as much as I enjoy leading from the front. So oh,
1: I agree. That's
2: yeah. Nice. So it wow. doesn't matter what level you're at or how big or how small your business is or how long you've been doing it. I think everyone's always got something to to learn.
1: Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So, so that's
2: one of the reasons I love wedding MBA because it's different. There's it's mm-hmm. a different thing. So yeah, and I'm I looking agree. forward to coming a collective.
1: Yeah, I mean, I
2: think people, um, you know, are always looking for something that's
1: you know a little bit of new or fresh, and you know, maybe we might be. I hope that we can deliver on something that's you know a little bit different than the status quo, and we'll see. <coughs> we'll see if we can if we can make it happen. So, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited about where this industry is um, going as far as educational opportunities. Now, whether or not people take advantage of it, that's a different story. But there is no, like you said, shortage of those things for people to be able to jump on.
0: Correct. And
1: it's, you know, it, uh, there's no doubt that like as you um, are a great testament to, I mean, you marketed the heck out of the marquee show and, mm-hmm. you know, um I know I don't think anyone can say they didn't know about it that's for sure you know what I right. mean so um this is now just getting the word out and people you know talking about it the buzz the people from those who attended and and seeing what they're learning from it and,
2: right you
0: know,
2: well, So listen TJ times way. is 27 years in mobile beat is 23 years in so I mean these guys have a long head start on me but um you know Robbie Britton's built up his uh his situation so there's there's uh there's lots of great people out there doing it and and the biggest thing is this just just do it like nike said just go do it if you can't afford one of the the more higher price shows like the dj collective's got a price tag on it it's two thousand dollars yeah so if that's out of your budget then get to arm djs get to your local DJ association like if you have no budget and you're literally just starting you know, start following just Chucky news and, and start watching these videos and and go from there. Mike Walter just jumped on. So listen to Mike Walter and Joe Bunn's podcast. It costs nothing. So, I mean, it's worth nothing. No, just kidding, Mike. But no, there's tons of great information on there. These guys, Mike's been doing it 25 years. Joe's been doing it 25 years. So you've got two industry veterans that you have tons and tons to learn from. And they've got, uh, They've got great bantering. They've got great chemistry, so it works out well. So my, yeah. some might say that Mike Walters a legend, which in his world means that he's old. So <laughs> yeah. 32 yeah. years, Mike just said, 32 years. In the industry? that's Apparently, that or he's talking about the leather pants that he used to wear because <laughs> we've got some interesting pictures of him from some of the DJ shows. But, yeah, no, I mean, yeah. and these guys also have got, you know, very cost-effective books, CDs, DVDs out there that, uh, <clears throat> you know, th- there's there's ways of getting it done. And it's a lot yeah. easier to me than it was when you and I were coming up. So
1: Yeah. And we haven't even talked about, like, the YouTubers that are out there that are putting out content either. I mean, there's guys like DJ Barr and, sure. um, you know, uh, gosh, I, I'm going to leave some people out, but DJ Mojo, who's done some stuff. And... You know these guys aren't getting paid to do this, they're doing it because they want to give back. And you know, I've heard more in the last couple months about the YouTubers that are putting stuff out content that I had never heard of before, and they're just freely sharing this stuff out there. So it's, it's been cool to see that. I, I think there's going to be a shift. Like, um, I just recently put together a talk of uh, my top 10 mistakes I've made in my career, which I'm not right. going to give away any of that stuff <clears throat> yet, but. I will say this, one of them, um, I'll give you one teaser is that, um, you know, in my career, there's been times when I've missed shifts in, um, you know, not trends, but shifts in the industry, if you will. Okay. And. And I think right now we're at a crossroads as far as learning goes. I think it's kind of like the nightclub industry in a sense. So are you, like
2: are you finally giving up CDs? Is that what you're trying to tell everybody? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Hey, okay, Exactly. Nice. exactly. I'm, I'm finally moving on. <coughs> moving on. Um, but no, but like if you look at the nightclub industry, uh, the mega clubs had their season, right? They were True. big. And now you're seeing where it's. It's bars and smaller you know kind of concentrated type of environments, and I think the same thing's happening in the learning and uh, learning space i think the the days of the huge mega shows, even the uh you know the the huge industry shows that are not even niche like the d j world they're all getting smaller and smaller c e s and all of these shows have, have kind of um, taken on more of a uh, you know s- modified vibe instead of this huge just like free-for-all and i think that's cool um it's just going to be interesting to see how that shakes out like who's going to be able to sustain the quality and keep it or if they're gonna have to morph due to what they have to work with you know with the mega right. shows you could really do a lot but now it's all shifted to these small shows so i'm kind of excited well, to of see it, where that but, goes.
2: you know things have changed and i think that margins on gear have changed and so i think there's a lot of stuff but i still attend shows outside of the industry and i don't see certain things changing now i think isn't cater source and special event have merged right i think this is the first year they're coming together uh,
1: it will be i think this upcoming year
2: yeah okay so come right january those yeah. but um uh look at the success of the guys from digital dj tips they have over four hundred thousand people following them on facebook alone and when I was looking at my insights page today, they had 27,000 post impressions uh, in the last week, 27,000. I mean, it's just amazing. So people are definitely finding education online.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. I think that uh, what I was referring to was more or less the, the attended shows that physically you go to not, not online content. And that's where the shifts I think happening. And so, you know, You've got to be thinking through experiential. you got to be thinking through, um, you know, what that almost like a call to want to go beyond just the content anymore. It's not right. it's not just that. It's interesting. Um, someone was talking to me, we were getting a discussion about where the future of DJ entertainment's going. Okay. And um, we were talking through just the new technologies that's out there, like 5G, which I don't know how much you know about 5G, but it's really like shifting where, like There's this huge fight in the political world right now, if you're, if yeah. you're not up on it, as far as who owns the, the technology, if you will, right. of 5G. Okay. And basically, it's just the speed at which things are going to happen. And it's way beyond what you have on your phone as far as download speed. So where the event industry is kind of going towards is more this AI vibe and things being done through, you know, uh virtual reality where you can be having things flying into different things, you know, happening at the event. And where it could lead is where basically these events become all virtual. Right. And so literally like you're sitting there podcasting in your underwear, uh, you'll be able to DJ the same way as well. Right? Or maybe you're not wearing anything at all. I don't know how how, how you roll. But anyway, you will be able to do that and imagine a world where that is you know, accessible to get some of the best talent, not to worry about the expenses of flying them in. You're going to add all these different elements. And now you've got people from around the world that are bringing this thing in there. So, I mean, that's just on the event side when it comes to, so what are you missing out? You're missing out on that, you know, the physical touch, the, the, the actual, you know, taste of something, the smell of something. And some of those things are going to be missing, but the actual content itself, you can broadcast it anywhere. So how that affects the show world would be interesting.
2: Right. Donnie Lewis just jumped in saying he's only selling 100 tickets and keeping it small like I think it's Midwest DJs Live and lighting supposed to. Him. He loves the personality of these smaller, more networking-based events. That's um, and also uh, DJ Barr will be speaking at the Mobile DJ Meetup as well, and Joe San will be on the decks. So Awesome. There we go. Awesome.
1: <clears throat> well, there you go. I mean, like, like even them. I mean, they're they're thinking small, and I mean, it's you know what? But in all fairness,
2: that. like, listen, I'm not going to lie. I still have a dream of having a couple of thousand people in Chicago in July. Um, yeah. And the thing about it is, I'm not going to stop until I get what I want, and I'm going to keep shifting and keep shifting and keep shifting and keep shifting until I right. get to where I want it to be. <clears throat> and right. um, right. And so that's right. not going to stop. Um, so I just have to keep tweaking the formula. I think that these small 100-person events have their own flavor and their own personality no differently than the local hardware store versus a Home Depot, and they both yeah. serve different customers, so it just depends on what you want and and uh, and kind of going from there. I do yeah. think that uh, you and I have talked off, offline about you know things that you're going to be doing with uh, yeah. DJ Collective that I agree with, that – You know, like real time social media. Again, for me as I'm doing it, I'm just I just didn't have the time to assign somebody that specific task and everything. But we did have somebody going around interview style, one of my models that's a reporter, and these videos will be up by Friday, where we interviewed all kinds of people to get a night so that attendees and non attendees can see what the flavor of the show was, what the different people spoke about. So we did more of like an entertainment tonight. Yeah. Um, type right. of interview with the presenters, with some of the presenters, and then we also did uh, kind of like a uh, the local news around town segment to let the vendors talk about what was new and exciting or what their company was about in case somebody hadn't heard of them. Like Floyd Rose is a great up and coming headphone company, but not every DJ in the world's heard of them before. So right. So that's all. right.
1: Right. The other podcaster I was thinking of was Rick Webb, <coughs> He's the guy who's kind of doing a lot of big stuff out there. And, okay. Um, in North Carolina, I think is where he's at. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just interesting. It'll be interesting to see how those guys kind of shift things as well. Like I, 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 just think that, um, the industry is going to be going through some major changes in the next little bit. Right. Um, we're not looking for those shifts instead of just thinking that it's a trend, you know, well, it'll be interesting,
2: you know? Well, um, Robbie Savakis from, uh, Photo Booth Expo did say that he is indeed looking to add a DJ track to the photo booth show, which already has 4,200 people. And he told me that publicly. So I don't know if that's going to be for 2020 or 2021 or 2022, but he's already thinking down the road. And, uh, I'm sure 25% of his base is already a DJ out of the 4,200. So he's probably got a thousand DJs attending anyway. Mm -hmm. So getting them to stick around a couple of days and, and, uh, and learn in that is smart business, not to mention if he adds a DJ track, he might be able to put another four or 500 DJs in there. Yeah. So, and then that's going to happen two weeks before mobile beats. So the question is, will it be a new audience? Will it be a crossover audience where people are going to two shows, two weeks apart? Will one, you know, out to the other, I don't know what's going to happen. I really don't know. Yeah. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see, like you said, the future of shows.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, uh, and then I, I think it's right around the corner quicker than we even realized. Like the next two or three years are going to be interesting to see, you know, who's, who survives, how, how it changes, how it morphs and it takes place. I mean, um, I just, I'm glad that there's opportunities for people to be able to get plugged in and learn because sure. when I started, it wasn't that way. You know what right. I mean? Like <clears throat> they didn't even have YouTube. <laughs> right. So I was, you know, having to learn from guys that I just knew and trusted and that was it. And some DVDs, sure. that was it. Yeah. So, uh, no, I hear you yeah. know, it's cool that, that this stuff's all available now and, and you can get plugged in even easier than before. So, right. um, I know we're probably preaching to the choir here cause the people who are checking this out are, are people who are already kind of invested in that kind of stuff. You know, well, I mean?
2: hopefully, and hopefully we've turned a few people into checking. Did you just go sideways? You just That's went me. sideways. Well, you're sideways on my monitor. I don't know why. <clears throat> so maybe John is touching something back at house. No, it's just he fine. His head in. He's fine here. He's fine. Okay. Now your logo is up. So are you going to join us, John?
0: I can. I've been sitting here listening intently.
2: Right. You
0: know, intently? intently? Really? I intently? Have. Look at. I've even been double listening. So I've been listening and I've, I've been watching too. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. So
2: would would you say that we've been pretty much on the money so far?
0: I think so. I think so. I think you, you, you missed the the most <clears throat> incredible, fascinating speaker at Marquee this year. You didn't talk about him.
2: Oh, I mentioned <laughs> Nick Spinelli's name. What are you talking about? <laughs> Just ask him. He'll tell you. He <laughs> was the best speaker there. Now, for those of you who didn't know, John uh, did not one but two. And I, and I know that at least one of them is available on uh, – somewhere on his disc jockey news facebook page yep yep. where he talked about the power of what we're doing right now going live and podcasting and such so if you wanted to create your own you know how to plan parties type of thing he's uh giving you the tools to to create your own studio so to speak
1: and i thought that was kind of cool too that you guys did at marquee like i mean uh even though john's been in the game a while i mean he doesn't Speak at very many shows. I mean, you had some fresh talent with Jeff Scott Gold and the SCE guys out there. Like, yeah. I'm excited about like you know. There was a little t- time I was a little worried about what would come in the future as far as DJ speakers because we uh, were kind of slim on the r- on the bench, if you will. Right. And well, to right see now, over the last year, it's good.
2: I think we're going to find the bench is definitely going to be replacing some of the current starting starters. I think that we're going to yeah. see Nick Nelson speaking a lot. I think we're going to see Nick Spinelli speaking more. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Jeffrey Scott Gold hit it out of the park um you know and I know that uh, Big Daddy's definitely pushing his farm team so to speak um yeah. so we'll we'll see Jordan, what ends up happening
1: Jordan Marshalls you know on the right. kind of newer on the scene but, but it, I mean it's just cool to see a fresh crop of of people out there on the speaking circuit even though, even if they've been in the game a while like you know John like that's uh, awesome I mean I, I'm so stoked that you actually like shared some of that stuff that isn't getting out there. You know what I mean? And uh, podcasting, like I mentioned, is such a cool medium. And for you to spend some time talking about what that, how to do it correctly and some of the tips and techniques, I mean, that's only going to help elevate the industry. So, and it's something that's a medium that's a very attainable one for people, not something that, you know, you got to spend a crazy amount. I mean, sure, you can spend a good amount of money on things, but um, it's something that's the future. I I mean, I for sure see it, you know? So I'm hoping that a lot of these shows... Yeah, so and and you had a lot of that technology kind of involved in all of the, the sessions. I mean, you were ta- having Jeff speak about you know uh, the we had him talk about media
2: and, and we uh, yeah we had a lot of different stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then next year, truthfully, I think we're only keeping like three presenters, and it'll all be fresh as well. So yeah, so it's yeah, exciting. which is good.
1: Yep, it keeps people on their toes, and and you know as long as you've delivered. I think that, that that that's the street cred that you need to be able to keep going. And that's, you know, always going to be the challenge for new people kind of rising up yeah. in the show world is just being able to build your tribe, you know? Yeah. Um, so the more you can do that, the better. So I'm pretty pumped about Good. what next year could bring, you know, and there, was,
0: yeah. there was one little tip that I picked up while sitting in the audience at marquee show. So just to, for those of you who wonder if it's worth going, so the time and effort would get over there. And that one little tip that I picked up from, uh, uh, Jeffrey, uh, Jeff uh, Jeffrey Craig there. Jeffrey Craig Siver, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he shared one little thing, and I actually implemented that on two of my calls this <clears throat> week for um, for weddings. I had a had a busy week already with a couple, some calls and emails, but two of the calls, and I implemented that little tip he gave, and both of them ended up um, with additional. So it became like a six hundred dollar upsell for both of those okay. those events. Wasn't anything huge, gotcha. but it was $600 of money that I wouldn't have thought of asking for or talking about. And it's like, Ooh, this is really kind of cool. And it worked really well. So,
2: you know what yeah. that means, Brian, we should be expecting a check 300 to you, 300 to me, <laughs> John can't tell us. He doesn't. <laughs> name. Yeah. How did he just disappeared on me? You know, all yeah. of a sudden his picture went away. <laughs> yeah,
0: but,
1: but, but. <clears throat> Excellent. So. Well, I'm, once again, I mean, a speaker that is not somebody who's speaking at every show who has right. total street cred, who's done it, he's made it, you know, and, for him to share his knowledge, I mean that's just awesome. Yeah, um,
2: twenty plus um, so. million dollars a year, so yeah. it's quite the uh, quite the interesting and um, yeah, so it's it's exciting. It's very exciting, and to think and then I then the know he was only doing like four million. So yeah, Yeah, and know. then to
1: think now that you've got you know wedding wire and and the not combining forces. I mean I don't <clears> know what that education platform, but they've got one now. That it's called the Wedding Pro. That's their new right. Uh, uh b2b if you will network and so i think the power of that being combined i mean it can't be a bad thing i think you're going to get the best of the best from each of them kind of joining forces here so it'll be interesting to see where that network goes too you right. know they're putting out gosh uh i mean they're combined shows i think they've got 13 or 14 workshops around the country in these different markets so Okay. Um, and a lot of the DJ's industry is finally getting represented there. You're getting like, um, I know I'm speaking at two of them just to kind of, uh, you know, give some help in the DJ side of things. But Jason Jani done it. We've had Dan Quinn, who's done some things for them. So it's, it's really cool to see that we're, the DJ has a place in these national shows and not just a, a sidekick that just an add-on, you know?
2: Sure. <clears throat> sure, sure, sure. Awesome. All right.
1: Hopefully, we were able to help out people there and give them a menu of of things to consider. You know, as we close out the year.
2: And then uh, what? We'll come back for our Christmas show, right? Another (laughs) six months.
1: Yeah, another six months. I mean, I don't
2: know why John keeps taking the highest rated show on Just Jackie News off the air, but (laughs) I don't know if like we pop on and off like Jay Leno or what the story is.
0: It's the reunion. It's the Friends Reunion it's
1: Show. Exactly. You know oh, I mean? The show. Yeah, it's it's
2: yeah. going to be huge. Huge.
0: Yeah, those, look just... at these hands. Huge. It's just <laughs> like I Love Lucy. You get to see it once a year. Exactly. So it's going to be like that, John. Mm. Exactly, man.
1: Mm. Mm. Good stuff. Well, it's always good to catch up with you, KC. And, uh, man, I uh, hope to see you sooner rather than later. Hopefully, one of these other shows. Yeah, and I, mean, I guess
2: but... see probably Wedding MBA.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So.
1: And, John, really? thanks for always doing your thing and yeah, contributing to the on, industry guys. like you do. It's so good.
0: Yeah, thanks for coming yeah. on and, and sharing tonight. It, really, it was it was fun to hear you guys going talking back and forth. Well, it was fun to hear you, Brian. KC, maybe not yeah. so much. <laughs>
1: and we didn't get into any real
0: riffs yeah. yet. No, so, well, no. Like, I, I didn't have to bleep anything, so I'm pretty happy about <laughs> tonight's show. So anyway, <laughs> we're going to wrap it up now before. We haven't
2: even <laughs> talked about how the Cubs have won... Three out of no
0: five out of their last six. Yeah, we're not talking baseball yeah. right now because the Mets, who have been like horrible, um, have beat the Twin our Twins here. So yeah, we're not talking baseball. Your
2: Twin, actually, you guys both are in city, in states, cities, whatever. Twins and Mets are. I mean, t- uh, Twins and the uh the Dodgers are looking really good this year. So
1: yeah, yeah well, they, we but, do yeah. have a bet going on, don't we, Casey? Don't you remember our bet?
2: I thought it was whoever weighs more in the scale. I thought this was an easy one for me. I don't know
1: who would go Uh, further in the National League, the the Cubs or the the Dodgers. So I think I'm uh, looking pretty
0: good right now. uh, I think
2: we're going to both see pro season, and that's the crazy part about postseason. You never know what's going to happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. (laughs) Thank you very much, gentlemen. All right. Thank you. Thank you guys for watching. Have a good evening. Good night, everybody. Thanks. (laughs) Bye-bye.